PG&E had a troubled history trying to build reactors on the California coast. Initially, it constructed reactors in Northern California, despite warnings by seismologists that there were earthquake faults nearby that were active. PG&E claimed they weren't active, built the plant. After the plant was built, geologists for oil company concluded that there was active. PG&E had to admit they were right and the plant got shut down. They proposed a reactor north of San Francisco, claimed that there were no active earthquake faults nearby at all. Geologists found an earthquake fault in the very hole that had been dug to build the reactors. Then it had to be abandoned. They proposed one just north of Santa Cruz. And there a geologist found just visible at the beach, the cliffs coming down to the beach, uh, a fault that had been active quite recently. The way you recognize an earthquake fault, well, you've got two blocks of rock moving against each other and you see one kind of rock right up against another kind of rock, you've got a fault. So much of their attention was directed then at Diablo Canyon. There, PG&E made the claim to the Atomic Energy Commission that there were no earthquake faults at all located within 30 kilometers of the plant. 30 kilometers, about 18 miles. And on that basis, they proposed building a reactor that couldn't withstand much of an earthquake. PG&E got its license to construct. And about a month later, two geologists discovered the Hasgri Fault, a few kilometers away from Diablo Canyon power plant site. PG&E initially resisted the finding, saying it wasn't true, there was no fault, then admitted that it was there, but said it wasn't active, then admitted that was wrong, that it was active, but couldn't produce a large quake, and finally admitted that it was there, active, and could produce a large quake, but by that time, the plant had been 80% constructed. Unit 1 and Unit 2 of Diablo Canyon are mirror images. So you could use the blueprints for one to build the other simply by flipping the blueprints. But something went wrong in putting in the earthquake bracing. They used the mirror image blueprints for the wrong reactor. Put them in backwards. So they had this terrible embarrassment where they had to go back in and redo those earthquake supports. At the same time, PG&E said, okay, yes, there was this one additional earthquake fault, but don't worry, there won't be any more. But then they found the San Luis Bay Fault, and then they found the Los Osos Fault. And just a few years ago, they found the Shoreline Fault within 300 meters of the intakes and outtakes. 300 meters, about 1,000 feet. So it's a terrible, terrible embarrassment, you would say, but indicative of PG&E safety culture. This is, after all, the same company that cut safety corners illegally that led to the explosion and death from the natural gas lines in San Bruno and was found guilty of causing the deaths of numerous people from fires that were due to failure to maintain their electrical lines. In the early part of last year, Governor Newsom proposed letting PG&E continue to operate Diablo years longer than their license would allow. It's a very peculiar matter. The legislation that Newsom drafted exempts Diablo Canyon from virtually all of California's environmental laws. It exempts it from CEQA, the California Environmental Quality Act, exempts it from significant parts of the Coastal Act, significant parts of the Clean Water Act, which is legally questionable because that's a federal law, overrides decisions by the State Lands Commission, the Public Utilities Commission, the Coastal Commission, the State Water Board. And uh, at the same time, something that's so controversial and so fraught with danger, Newsom held back 
until it was the last possible moment for the legislature to consider it. He didn't put into print the bill until 7.56 in the evening on the Sunday before the Wednesday end of session. And the bill, in fact, wasn't even voted on until one in the morning on Thursday, technically after the session had ended. There were two quickie hearings on the Thursday and Friday before he released the bill, hearings before the bill was actually in print, so no one could actually comment on it. There is simply no reason to do this if you're not ashamed of what you're doing. Newsom essentially told the legislature, vote for this proposal because don't worry, the NRC will thoroughly review the safety issues. But at the same time, PG&E is asking that the NRC not review those safety issues thoroughly, but let them keep running and have the safety review after the fact. Their only hope is that the NRC will give them an exemption. There's a reasonable chance, you know, that the NRC will give PG&E what it wants. Dan, let's plan to talk again in March. If people would like more information, how can they get in touch? Our website is committeetobridgethegap.org. Dan, thank you very much. This has been very helpful. Thank you for staying on top of it. I've been speaking with Dan Hirsch of Committee to Bridge the Gap. For KVMR, I'm Al Stoller.